Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Chairsofter Show, kicking off week one of two for the Sniper Special. I'm joined tonight by Snake the Sniper. Good evening, Snake. Good evening, good evening. Thank you uh, for having me here. Uh, no, it's a, a, appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy day of gillycrafting to come <laughs> on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, man. Uh, I, I, I have some love for you, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, same buddy, same. <laughs> Uh, it's been a crazy few weeks since I was first introduced to you. Um, for the guys who don't know you, you're a sniper, obviously, in the name, from Belgium. Um, obviously, you've got you'd started doing YouTube videos recently, um, as well as your Instagram page and the cra- the craziness that comes with it for example yeah, indeed, how indeed. to make spicy airsoft pasta <laughs> <laughs> yeah just uh i was like promoting those hotshot bbs from scrum shop and i was like yeah let's let's make this crazy and so people will really remember it <laughs> yeah it's the way to do it isn't it so uh, how did you get into airsoft well, um, I was like playing airsoft illegally in a forest at night with my friends, but I had never heard of airsoft before, and we were like just playing with spring rifles, and uh, we ran into some airsofters, so they were like really mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> These guys were like really, oh man, what are you doing? You're fucking up our sports. And I was like, oh, what what sport? I don't know if any uh, of any sport like this. And yeah, they, they said, yeah, come on, well, you know what? join us and yeah that they yeah they just took me to one of those skirmishes and let me lend one of their rifles replicas and uh it was great i was like really addicted from the first time <laughs> yeah it's always the way isn't it people just get hooked instantly yeah it? so um how just so people over here get an idea we did the same with uh, phoenix feather last week on the ep- episode um what are the laws around airsoft in Belgium, just so we in the UK and worldwide can get an idea of what obstacles there may be for you guys to play? We don't really have obstacles and stuff. Um, you just have to keep yourself on the rules and don't swing your replica in, in, in outdoors, not on an event and stuff like that. For the rest, it's pretty easy. here. You don't need to be uh, in any organization or something like uh, in Holland. They need to be in um, some kind of yeah organization. You have to. Oh, pay I did every know the name it. of it as well. Yeah, NABV, um, is it? Well, yeah, I yeah. think that's it. Yeah, something like that. I would get all crazy if I had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's not really sort of any power limits you've got imposed on you by law, or uh, is there? Oh, power limits. Yeah, we we have those. Um, but like right now, they are. Um, like working on that Yule uh, rules because um, like right now I am like I think I was shooting about 2.6 2.7 or something right now and I'm, I'm a bit afraid with these rules coming in because like in, in Holland and in France it's all a lot lower yeah and like in, in the UK as well you've got the dual rules as well yeah. which are legally defining what your yeah, weapons like are allowed to my, output yeah, that, that's the problem. And in my opinion, if you like just upgrade your rifle a bit decently, mostly you just get over it without any problem. And that's the problem in my opinion. In my opinion about it. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's just down to upgrading 
your weapons correctly, isn't it, at the end of the day, rather than yeah. just going, what's the most power I can get out of this to physically hurt people yeah, and not worrying about It's not about, about hurting people, and that's, that's the thing. Of course, we always... We will always have those abusers who who were like try to have the the highest FPS and stuff, and that, that's not what we need. No, exactly. You need to shoot like smart. You have to think before you shoot, and yeah, a lot of people don't do that, of course. But yeah, yeah. So um, your first game, you turn up. What what sort of did you always do sniping, or did you start off like everyone else with an M4 or an AK and? I started off like with uh, the guy for who, who brought me into airsoft, his FAMAS. I think it was a Tokimawi, and I was really hooked. But mm. I was like immediately playing like a sniper. I was like, I bought a, a simple ass boonie and I, I filled it up with with uh, just some camo netting and yeah, pushing some some vegetation in there. And there I went for my first skirmish, and yeah. In that way, like on the fifth skirmish I did, it was maybe the second month, I already bought myself a sniper rifle and it was a, a Well MB01. And that's it. All right. I started sniping and never left it. <laughs> yeah, so you started off with a Well. Um, where, what was your progression of rifles from there? Well, um, I played about four years with a Well and it was all stock without upgrades. Because mm. in my opinion... Um, if you want, you can have a masterly upgraded rifle, but if you cannot play the playstyle, what are you, what are you having about it? You know. Yeah. So I I just played four years with with a crappy as well to say it like that. It, it's a pretty good base rifle, but it shoots about fifty to sixty meters, and that's it. But that way I developed my my my, my camouflaging skills and my stealth. So the field crafts just make me do great actions instead of having a great rifle and shooting on, on 100 meters like what I'm doing now but I was yeah. having I, I was building up my skills that way right yeah and then obviously you've moved off of the well now have you yeah yeah <laughs> uh, like right now I think I'm having it 5 years now I think um, I'm having a VSR 10 Tokimaru um, yeah but it's of course it's heavily upgraded um, PDI barrel and I'm using yeah the, all, all all the bells and whistles as they say yeah yeah for wasp piston from sniper mechanic of course uh, he, he like gave me one for the testing phase and this thing was like really crazy for me I was always using PDI piston but um, the the wasp make me it made me amaze. Um, Amazed the results to say it like that. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but yeah, it amazed you, you're me. impressed with the results that yeah, you got was, from the upgrade. Indeed, indeed, I was really impressed, especially how silent it is. It's crazy, it's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny you should mention the wasp because that we're actually going to be racking Dan's brains about that next week when we've got sniper mechanics on. So oh, great, great. Dan's such it's, a it's great good guy. You've already <laughs> plugged that already. Um, you not you not been tempted to get one of the silverbacks then? Um, it's not that I don't want it, but first of all, it's a lot of money, and yeah, I'm I'm just so in love with my VSR, and until I'm until I'm not having like a huge spare amount of money so I can buy one because I, I really love the rifles and they really mm. look practical and stuff. But right now, I'm still so happy about this VSR. I don't see the need to buy myself one for about yeah for the money it is. 
Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people sort of, it seemed in the UK anyway, there were a lot of people who immediately sort of went, right, I'm going to get rid of this VSR that I've had now and I'm just going to go to the SRS. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, they're an awesome, awesome rifle. But yeah, like you said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it in a way. Indeed. I'm, I'm um, really having crazy results and I'm still researching after five years to get better results. Like, you never stop with, with making those results in airsoft. Yeah, someone's always going to find something that will push it just that Indeed. little bit further. Just like can... Dan just did with the piston, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, what about the sidearms? Uh, MK23 for the win. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think the most of the, the stealthy style snipers are like using this mk23 because yeah it just it's fucking silent and of course the range is just incredible with it uh, with a deadly accuracy um yeah it's, yeah it's just a great thing i i had mine like seven years before that one broke yeah and now um i just replaced it with a new one so that's it yeah because <laughs> that, that was actually one of the questions i got sent in was what is your preferred sidearm but i think it's every every sniper that you can speak to is going to say the TM Mark Twenty Three. Yeah, yeah. Well, f some snipers really like like, but in my opinion, don't get me wrong, guys. Um, in my opinion, those are not snipers. But you know the, the running guys uh, who who just go uncamouflaged and start running all day. They they can play good, alright, but they don't need. Uh, the stealthy stuff and most of them are like playing with high capas or, or something with high rounds per minute yeah so yeah they, they get the views from it and of course yeah it has a lot of firepower yeah I mean I've got a, one of the lads I run with regularly he's got a tier mark 23 he's not a sniper yet I think he wants to move into that but um, he, he brought a mark 23 and he was getting people through little windows at a site with a thing out of the box stock and <laughs> yeah. I mean, with, with with the TDC mod and everything else you can get now it's, yeah. it's I mean I think I heard James I think I remember James saying and I could get the quote wrong apologies James if I do but he was saying that the Mark 23 is his primary and the rifles is secondary now yeah but it is like that it's the same for me mostly on a on a day of skirmish I I have more kills with my MK23 than I make with my sniper rifle. But of course, you must know, like James Bailey also, people are coming so close to us that we yeah. don't want to use our sniper rifles because that can hurt from that distance. And yeah, exactly. You've got that bit of common sense about it. Indeed, indeed. We still need to be like, uh, yeah, we still need to have common sense, like you're just saying. Yeah. Some people don't have it, but. It's, it's needed in the sport. It's still a gentleman's game, isn't it? Exactly. That's that's the thing. It's a game of honour. And the minute you stop playing with that is the day the sport starts dying out, effectively, Indeed. in my opinion, anyway. Um, also, you, you're you the first airsoft sniper I know who turned up to a game with a pet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not um, kidding, guys. This guy literally took... A, a stuffed snake around a site <laughs> on a lead with him and um, had that for the day so what, what was the story behind the mascot as such was well, that just something for a bit of a joke or I must say I was not the first um, I'm not sure if, if even he was first but my buddy uh, Stake the Sniper um, yeah. he w was having like um, some 
panther-like stuffed animal, and he was uh, he bought it and at a gas station before some good cause or something, and he said, "Hey, let's let's let's, let's put it on my rifle. Let's put it on my rifle." <laughs> so he sprayed it with some some yeah some brownish paint to make it darker, and he put it on his rifle. Right now, mostly he likes wears it next to his head and stuff, and it looks obvious, but. Meanwhile, he uh, he's like crawling down and, and just between the vegetation, you just really don't see that thing. It, it, yeah. it, it, it even makes a better silhouette. So <laughs> it's yeah. fucking funny to see like that. But he was first actually. And yeah, so and that way I said, hey, I should I should have my own mascot and bring that snake to the, to the briefings and then to the safe zone with me. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was sort of one of the first introductions i had to you when i came across you <laughs> upon getting affiliated with skirm shop like yourself yeah yeah um that, that, that was sort of the first introduction i had was the photos of you with that snake and i was like right i need to get this up for the episode when we're advertising <laughs> him coming on i was in hysterics i was like i've not seen that done before so but yeah oh. it's, it's interesting you mentioned steak because You've got Novrich and his sidekick. Is it Fabby? Yeah. And then there's Snake and Steak. So, yeah. what was the story behind this then? Well, I must say, I I had many sidekicks before, but no one uh, stayed as close to me as Steak. He, I see him as my brother, to say it like that. Yeah. Um, and he, he just started playing Airsoft like 12 years ago, I think, or, or 11, even longer than me. But he started sniping when we started meeting each other more and uh yeah he he how can i say it he, he just started playing with me and build up some camouflage he was always playing with it with the standards tokyo mario vsr 10 without any upgrades so he had he built up those skills to get close to to the enemy and right now yeah we just keep on playing together all the damn time so yeah i'm really happy that i have met this guy so we are having so much fun mostly yeah, because um, as you know, Graham from SF Nation is a bit of a fanboy of Steak. Yeah, it's um, because he doesn't know who Steak is. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not telling him. <laughs> he keeps he keeps trying to get me to get you to tell me as well. Yeah, um, it, it won't work. Sorry, sorry, Graham, but you'll never know unless you will come and visit yeah. us. <laughs> now, I, I was talking to you before the episode started, and I sent you the Steak's biggest fan address. Yeah, this was because the question I received from Graham. Was can Graham get a signed photo of Snake the of Steak the Sniper sealed with a kiss for Airsoft Nation? I think I can, I think we can arrange that. No problem. <laughs> so Steak, you have heard yeah. it. We gonna arrange this thing. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to kiss a photo of yourself and send it to Graham. No oh, man, I, I'm not even. I'm not only gonna kiss it. I'm gonna teabag that for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't make me laugh, man, too much. I'll start, <laughs> I'll, uh, I've got I've got the plague at the moment, so I'll start coughing and spluttering everywhere. It'll be horrible. Um, <laughs> Having the yeah. plague and talking with someone who is like the plague, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. It was, um, so, obviously, you play in Belgium quite regularly. Uh, if I remember correctly, did you not travel to France last year as well with James? Um, no, I did not went uh, there last year. Like I one? could not uh, because of my work. They did uh. not give me my um, my vacation. 
But um, I will go to France and meet all the sniper bo- uh, sniper ops boys like um, Dan and and James himself and Hutchie yeah. and Smitty and everyone. So we are going to meet each other in May. But I was uh, playing a lot in France before, but um, yeah. that was in the fortress of Givet. It, it's yeah, closed I mean, down now, but <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. I haven't spoken to James. He was telling me how dangerous it was. Anyway, he was like, Is, "I'll keep playing it until someone gets hurt, and then I'll find somewhere else." Kind of thing. Um, uh, I thought I thought you went for some reason, but uh, so you you're planning on going and getting some games in with those guys this year at yeah, different yeah. events. So. Um, is this going to become a regular sort of meet-up then? Like, you're going to come over here for games and stuff? Well, y- you can be make yourself sure I will come to England and I will really try to come to England this year um, to go and play with you guys. Uh, I would like to do a Sniper Ops event, but I really, really want to do a good old skirmish in England too. Um, yeah, SFGB is probably the place for you. James raves about it. Uh, is, can it is that Battleground or... or You've got S of GB is the one up near where James lives, where he always live streams from. Oh, the small site, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's not that small actually. I have when no you get idea. there, it's, it's, it's a tardis. You get in there and it looks tiny, but it's actually quite. You can get lost quite easily going around there. Well, um, you must know the trains in Belgium aren't all really big, so who knows what 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 will it be for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you'd, you'd have to get it done this year anyway because you won't be able to after next March because Brexit. Yeah, sorry, we fucked it up for you, mate. <laughs> oh right, Brexit. I forgot about that. So it will be really hard to get into England with my uh, with my rifles. Nah, properly it'll or be not. fine. It'll probably be fine. All right, right, right. <laughs> That's good news if people, then. <laughs> if people can transfer their kit to America, and they can back, transfer. It. All right, all right. They can get their kit shipped out to America and back. Then yeah, I'm sure you won't have a problem from Belgium. Yeah, it should be easy indeed. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, um, yeah, it is. Sorry. give me those questions. <laughs> yeah, right. So, obviously, like myself, you're involved with Skirm Shop quite a bit. Um, how did yeah. that relationship come to happen? Well, to be honest, um, we just started talking through James and... Um, Barry came to ask me, hey, would you like to be affiliated with us? And help us out with promoting some stuff and i was like yeah sure man i'm like waiting on this for years after seeing like really really don't get me wrong but dump airsofters who like don't have any good experience who are just like yeah making cool footage but editing a lot and making having sponsors without any problem after airsofting two years and i'm like busy for now about almost 10 years and I finally got myself some sponsors, but I don't go begging for it also, but I'm so happy and, and I'm appreciating these guys so much for what they are doing for me. And so I, I really try to do my best to, to yeah give these guys a lot of credit about what they are doing for the community. They do so much for the airsoft community, especially for snipers, of course, but a lot of shops really just go just for the money. But these guys are really working for their money and working for the community. Yeah, yeah. It's they're an awesome bunch. I actually got to meet Barry and Wesley at Ewa this year. And like the minute I've met them, they're like, oh my God, oh my God, you've got to come with us, you've got to come have a look. Because I've not seen the SRS before. They literally dragged me across oh. the floor to go and look at the silverbacks <laughs> and the kit they were coming up with. Um, 
Yeah, they're really nice guys, and like you said, they're doing a lot for the community, especially. Yeah. I mean, they've now released their bio BBs as well, which I believe are some of the first, if not the first, heavyweight bio BBs out there. Yeah, these are really the first bio BBs. Oh, well, the heavyweight bio BBs, so I'm really happy about those. They, yeah. they really fit in your pasta too to make them hot and spicy. So yeah, <laughs> spicy pasta, a spicy meatball. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you've obviously tested it. I'm not really a heavyweight shooter, so I've not actually used them yet. But what results were you finding with these BBs compared to? other brands on the market say so we won't name the other brands but well, in my opinion i have I've, i have like tested almost every heavyweight bb um from pro ball to bb king to those were the two most crappy ones in my opinion if i mm. can see the times how they have changed till now but um these are one of the best in my opinion i i have tested out jeff's and and longbows and Jess and longbows are really great BBs. Don't get me wrong, but in my opinion, with just slight differences, um, I like the hot shots even more. And I'm not saying that because I'm sponsored by Scrum Shop and they are the only ones who are retailing it at the moment. But these BBs are really, really well done. Um, I, I'm I was having with my rifle just slightly better, um, consistent results with it than I was having with my my Jeffs or my longbows. Yeah, so it was just that extra little bit of consistency yeah. in what you were getting at the at the dangerous end, as it were. Indeed, and of course that's with my rifle, because everyone's rifle acts different, reacts different on each other product. So yeah, sometimes I, I, I like to start making fights online, to say it like that. I shouldn't do that anymore, but... <laughs> um, about people who are saying, yeah, these are the best, and this is the best, and my Novich uh, SSG is... is the best thing you ever had and I, I just sometimes I just can't handle that thing and I start getting getting arrogant myself but I'm fighting arrogance with it yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. because some people just never had something else in their hands or never had the products like hot shots before in their hands and they, they started like breaking it off already before they even tested it so yeah first tested guys and you'll see everything can get better like a lot of people were not believing these were bio but yeah. they really are they, they are tested they are certified uh, certified excuse me the, the the dutch government even um like yeah, they analyzed them didn't they they accredited yeah. them as officially indeed, indeed. biodegradable because there was indeed. a lot of arguments about they weren't but I'm sorry, the certificate's there to prove it. Yeah, you saw them yourself too. So, of course, they, the, 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 uh, the producer doesn't want to show all this certification because those are the recipes for these BBs. And everybody yeah. knows there are a lot of copycats on uh, the airsoft market. Uh, the yeah. same things happen like with Odin, um, those crazy-ass speed loaders. Yeah, um, they're great speed loaders, the yeah, original but ones. Yeah, Val but Vulcan has copied their model with cheap ass parts and yeah they're selling it for some piece of stuff now but uh pieces, yeah, it wasn't it me. wasn't just it wasn't just those as well there yeah, was a yeah. few other companies that also 
mimicked that speed loader. Indeed, and that's the problem on the airsoft market, of course. Now that's that's. Uh, I was quoted the other week. Someone quoted um, as saying, "Everything in airsoft is a copy of something," which really and truthfully it is. Yeah. Um, you think about it, the V2 gearbox is a copy of someone else's V2 gearbox and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, everything is a copy, but it, it all starts with something, and I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for the Wasp copy, you know? Like yeah. Daniel really made a lot of effort in this thing. He, he, I think he worked a year and a half on this, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. But then somebody's going to make a cheap-ass copy out of it, and call it better or, or equally good for a cheaper price but I'm pretty sure it's yeah, someone who knows thing. better will test it and then indeed, they'll indeed. figure out the truth themselves anyway as people do yeah I really hope this Daniel's going to make a second batch out of it um, after he made those uh, SRS wasp pistons because these VSR pistons are great and they just need one more thing to make it better and that's just adjustable weights on them um, we now need to screw them on with with some screw lock uh, from Loctite, yeah. and if we can like manage to get that screw lock system away, um, that would be just the top notch piston ever. Like it's already a really good piston, but it could get even better that way. Yeah. Um, so you're <laughs> just so people who are listening, because you can hear the rustling in the background. You're currently crafting your suit, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> is it is it annoyingly loud or should I stop? No, no, no. You can just hear it every now and again right. in the background. Um, how often do you tend to work on your suits? I, I really try to work on it, but like right now, I haven't worked on it for like quite a while because I I, I just didn't have, find any time for it. I was like, hey, I'm going to have this this podcast interview with with chairs after so <laughs> why shouldn't I like use this time <laughs> yeah. to, to craft a bit on my ghillie suit. Work on your suit, yeah, especially if you've got um James coming over cuz he'll start yeah, yeah, picking yeah. holes in your suit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally maybe how dare you not work on this? <laughs> yeah, like I I I have been looking up to James since he um started with that crazy leaf suit stuff. Um, yeah. before I just knew him like on Facebook and we just talked from now and then with our adhesion suits and yeah I, I really know James a longer time than he was like known uh, from these days and yeah. he's such a f- great guy and I don't want to disappoint him if he finally sees me with my suit who needs um, <laughs> some uh, some some extra stuff on it because I lost a lot by crawling through bushes and stuff so you yeah. really need to maintain that suit <laughs> yeah definitely definitely especially if you're using it regularly um, and obviously it is all about the concealment as well so do you find yourself changing depending on the terrain adjusting your suit in game or uh, mostly I um, when I get on the terrain and if I'm not too, too lazy because sometimes I have that I'm not a morning person um i we just yeah the whole squad just leaves up we we put on the leaf suits get into the train um add some vegetation to it to make it better and that's it yeah cool cool um so what advice would you give to somebody just starting an airsoft who's looking at getting into sniping um he's just getting into airsoft right 
Yeah, so he's been playing for about six months, so only oh, just right. really starting out kind of thing. Not literally first day, because I mean, my my advice to anyone on their first day is don't start sniping until you've played for a while. Well, if the, the most important hint I can or tip I can give about that: um, get yourself a cheap ass rifle and first look if the the playstyle fits you because a lot of people have some kind of romance um, about sniping they have gamed a lot and saw a lot of footage on 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 youtube and stuff and all looks so great and so awesome it is but it's the most hard playstyle you 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 have just don't underestimate it yeah it's not like it's not like me where i'm literally running into a building, throwing nades through a door and running in after it and coming back out Indeed. 10 seconds well, later because someone's ducked into cover. Well, you have those kind of snipers, of course, but those are not snipers, as I said before. So Yeah, exactly. If you want think the real playstyle, you really have to have that patience, know when to shoot, or you, you don't... How can I say this? In my opinion, if you're a sniper, you don't go for the kills, but mostly i just want to survive you know don't yeah, get exactly. don't get spotted don't get fucked and it's, yeah, it's so much it's surviving cool. as long as possible isn't it as yeah. such not not going in and getting hit out in 10 seconds because you're not doing your job right if you're indeed, a sniper indeed. and um, let's let's go back to this point you said about the guys who run around really quickly and they're not snipers they're not i think this is the thing you've got the likes of novridge on the internet and yeah, he makes a good video, don't get me wrong, I'll say that on air. Uh, he makes a good video, but it's, it's not the style of play that, um, yeah, it's entertainment rather than what sniping's actually about. And I think a lot of yeah. people romanticise on that fact and, and think that's what it should be. And it's not, as you know, as as a lot of these people who do the hunting and the sniper ops know, it's not about that. It's about the stealth and the concealment and everything. Yeah, it's correct. It's all um, about another. It's 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 playing airsoft on another level to say it like that. You got to yeah, raise the bar, and it, because it's so hard to have a bolt action rifle who just has that single shot, and you have to manage to to get through the day and not get get wrecked by squadrons of 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 guys with minimis and and just ags shooting thirty BBs in a second. You know, they yeah. they just mow through mow. Through through bush to get you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's um, it's it's it's. I, th- I think a lot of people get disillusioned by what they see on the airsoft media rather than the actual reality of being a sniper. When you think about it in the real world terms, where you will be holed up for days on end, potentially waiting for that target to turn up. Yeah, of course, and this is airsoft. You won't have that unless you go do a really good milsim or something. Yeah, exactly. If you're doing your milsims, that's where all these skills that you guys practice on a regular basis come into effect truly, and people will get more of an idea that, yeah, while it, it's a, it makes for entertaining uh, airsoft gameplay footage, it's not about running into buildings with a sniper rifle and getting Indeed. people... and. 360 no scopes and all that yeah. sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that no actually saw a guy try, I actually saw a guy try that at an event once. He literally just jumped and tried to shoot and ended up shooting the floor yeah, about three foot in front of him. 
I really hope he had a ricochet in his balls or something. <laughs> oh, now, unfortunately, it pinged off into the distance somewhere, but that would have been hilarious. That would be karma. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's so, what yeah. you get, you Call of Duty fanboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what, what's the future for Snake the Sniper then? Well, um, you, you like mentioned I was having a YouTube channel and I have some videos, but to be honest I, I don't think I will do any scope cam footage um, I have my reasons for that because I tried playing with just one camera on my head and it's so hard for me to keep my game while I need to concentrate on some damn video footage I don't want yeah. to concentrate on that I want to concentrate on my game and have fun um, but I will I will try to make more stupid videos like the hotshot BB stuff um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the other one that we you did? The uh, when when your order arrives from Skirm Shop. Yeah, it's not you're throwing YouTube bananas channel, at the box and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the bananas will be my thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. That that video is not on YouTube yet. But now you mention, I should. Maybe I should just put it on there and. Yeah, it's not yeah, that I'll, special. I'll, but I saw that through the Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I tend I tend to follow Instagram more than I do YouTube. To be honest, because. Like you said, people focus too much on YouTube about getting those shots right or whatever. And a lot of people come under fire. I've noticed a lot of hatred towards some of these people yeah. for what they're trying to produce. And at the end of the day, they're just trying to think about what's entertaining. So it's a catch-22 forum, I think. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I don't know that forum. It's a, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way of describing it, you know. Headshots and, and that and sort of clickbait. Headshot videos are clickbait. Yeah, I, I hate clickbait people, too. Yeah, but people get upset because they're going around glorifying headshots. So, you know, you've got to get the headshots to get the, the views, but then the yeah. people viewing it are getting upset because you're getting the views through headshots, if that makes... If you follow... Yeah. It could just be the ramblings of a madman at the moment. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not a headshot guy either. Like I nah. really try to go for the center, center mass shots. Exactly. Yeah. Those, I mean, those shots can really give me that boner, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. You sometimes that's all you've got, and that you have to work with what yeah. you have in front of you. But like you said, you go for center mass where you can. But it doesn't. Maybe people don't find it as entertaining. I don't know. It's um. It depends on what your what it? your public is, what yeah. you are focusing on of people. I think it's more of that. Like James Bailey, his shots. Sometimes he has headshots, okay, but those were necessary, or maybe he didn't want to do a headshot. But you know, on on those ranges, the wind or anything yeah, of nature can, can be so it, yeah. yeah, it's so unpredictable from time to time. And that's, I think that's another thing as well. You know. You can you can be fairly certain that you're not going to get a lot of deflection over that sort of range if you're using a real seven six two round, three oh eight round, whatever, three three eight round, or even a fifty. Um, you're not going to get that sort of deflection. It's going to go relatively okay. Yeah, the wind will affect it and all that, and gravity, etc., etc. But you're not going to get the effects that you do with a little six millimeter half gram ball of plastic indeed, that's indeed. getting flown through the air. At, Totally. Uh, at, say, 300 FPS once you take it down, if you had high limits. I, I can't do the maths at the moment. I'm 
yeah, I'm diseased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're, you're obviously looking at coming and playing abroad for games as well. So you said about skirmishes. I think I think you should do a tour. Snake the sniper on tour. Yeah, I would like to do that, but on the other hand, I'm also thinking like, damn, that should cost me a lot of money because you still, I still have to work. You know, I I don't yeah. get money by by having a YouTube channel like some yeah. people have, and yeah, it's so hard to do those things. What what you need to do though, if you do come over here for a game, if Graham turns up, you need to bring about six people who could potentially be steak, so as Graham doesn't find out his identity. <laughs> that would be so great. <laughs> you have to, yeah, you'll have to come with an entourage of people just to hide his his true identity, and then when well, it comes probably, to game day, I wouldn't come alone. Probably, um, my squad members are like uh, really following me a lot, and I really thank them for that because like yeah. Whoever who wants to just keep on following me and hear all my stupid stuff and seeing dipshit me all the time, um, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have some balls for that. <laughs> well, no, you, no, it's, I, I say that wrong. It's not balls. You, you just have to be. You just gotta be mad. a good guy. Yeah, you gotta be mad to to do that. <laughs> you gotta be just as crazy to do that. Yeah. And I have some people who are like really following me and appreciating me for what I do, and I, a lot of them are like students for me to say it like that. I like to learn everything I can to these guys, and most of the time it's me and Stake who are always on on head in, in yeah. the squad. Um, we are like really going tactical while we're sniping. It's a really weird style of playing, but yeah, it's it's really fun. It's it's hard to do, but I really appreciate these guys who are like following me for this. Yeah, how many of them is there in your squad? It's interesting you mentioned that. How um, many guys? Let me think. So we have Frana, we have Steak, we have Matty, uh, Eagle One, uh, uh, myself, of course. Um, and I think that's about it for the moment. Um, it's about five or six of you then. Yes. All snipers, or is there like a squad base there? So you got the snipers, you got your riflemen, you got well, your. It's all snipers, but uh, like Frane, uh, he he is our our guard. You know, he he keeps our flanks and our backs clear. Or yeah. when it get messy in in the in our front, he has that firepower. He uses a KC02. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he has some firepower, so we can draw back and yeah under some cover to say it like that so he he really saved our asses a few times already yeah it's really handy to have some guys in the squad who can protect you when it's really needed to have some firepower yeah yeah definitely definitely um i mean i think that's another thing that you get you get the lone wolves that go, that go off and then they go oh well i got shot so many times because there's no one there or okay yeah i didn't get caught out but there was so many times i could have taken people and i'd didn't get the chance whereas if you had a team with you maybe it could yeah. work so I mean I've actually been talking to someone who's looking at starting sniping about starting a sort of lone uh, no not lone survivor you know in shooter at the start where you've got the sniper spotter and they're out on hilltop and that and one guy's got the M4 and that I'm thinking about starting that up with someone because I'm not a sniper but More sometimes of a it'd be nice, yeah it'd be nice to have that sort of 
guy watching the targets as well for you and that and then um, working it that way maybe so yeah, maybe that, one day I'll try that that's what steak mostly was for me like steak yeah. was mostly like hey there's a target on that side or Frana also does the same those guys yeah. are so dedicated to having yeah. success with the squad they don't need that kill they they rather give that kill to me to have yeah. a third shot which is not hearable than trying to get that shot and maybe miss or something he, they they are dedicated to make good actions and don't get fucked ourselves by yeah, just exactly. saying yeah. hey snake that guy you can get him just do it it's all about the teamwork at the end of the day isn't it that's yeah, what airsoft yeah. one of the biggest things in airsoft if you want to win on the end of the day or or just have fun actually just have some teamwork yeah exactly and Definitely. don't cheat it's got to be done <laughs> yeah and don't cheat take your hits <laughs> Take your damn hit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last question I've had sent in. This is the first part was the preferred sidearm and why early, which I think every sniper ever is going to say that Mark Twenty Three. Yeah. Uh, this guy uh, Magnus the Justice is Instagram name. What TV, book, movie, or video game weapon would you like to see made into as an airsoft replica? Hmm. To be really, really honest. I don't really have a preference. Um, maybe um, I'm not sure if it's made already, but I, I was I have played a lot of Battlefield Four in in the days in Battlefield Three, and there was this Russian. I think it's SV ninety eight or something. I'm not sure. Um, All right, yeah. But in my opinion, and that looked so cool. Um, I wanted to try to make that thing. Yeah, it's SV ninety eight. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it was having that unique look, and it was really awesome in my opinion. That yeah. could be a really cool rifle. I saw somebody make it himself with a wooden body, and he put it a blaster in there. Um, but I don't like the blaster platform, so <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's fun. Actually, TV and movies, etc., is actually. Uh, sort of jog something in my memory you were actually on tv recently weren't you yeah yeah um there's like this um siri i don't know if if i'm saying it right in, in english yeah tv talk. series yeah yeah all right tv series uh, it's called salamander and it was the first season also play, uh, played in england and apparently it was a great success and um i i got a just like a little role and I had to shoot um, two key uh, actors, so I was really, really amazed that I I was found for that. I was just on a casting website for a few years, yeah. and I didn't watch it like for two years or something. And suddenly I was on a train. I got a phone call. They were like, "Yeah, uh, I'm searching for a sniper and this and that and just blah blah blah." And the first minute I was like. What is she talking about? <laughs> yeah, you think you're getting a job as a hitman? There, you're gonna you're, you're gonna have all your hair shaved off and a barcode tattooed yeah. on the back of your head. And, <laughs> and after that, uh, after the phone call, I I got that mail, and everything went clear. I was like, oh damn, I'm I'm going to be like some kind of fucking assassin and shoot down two key figurines probably. So that was really awesome to know and do. It was a really cool experience. And meanwhile, I have been on TV. Yay! <laughs> yeah. 
because I, I actually genuinely thought that was a you, that was a prank at first, and then it was like, no, <laughs> this is actually genuinely. Yeah, a lot of people thought it was a prank, but it wasn't. So that's that was the fun part of it. <laughs> in, in fact, once we're done, I'm going to go see if you've made it to IMDb yet on on the show. So uh, we I can don't have think a look. so. I don't think so. <laughs> I was right. just, it was just we'll a little a roll. I didn't even have a name <laughs> in there, so. <laughs> <laughs> You were just generic sniper. Yeah, one. just sniper hit, snipe him down, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's still pretty cool that you know you managed to get a role doing something you clearly enjoy because you you dedicate so much time to it in airsoft, etc. So. Yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. I was like honored to do that stuff. So. Uh, Next I'm stop, Hollywood. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, shitty job. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the mic, walk away. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Maybe should I, I? I should shit on my boss's desk. What do you think? <laughs> oh God! Right, um, I think that's pretty much everything that we've got to cover tonight, really. But it's been great talking to you, buddy. Yeah, it was great talking to you too, and really thank you for having me here. Um, can can I do a shout out to people like? Ha- like like my page and stuff you know <laughs> yeah by all means so guys um i really hope you guys have enjoyed this and uh go and follow my instagram page on my facebook page snake the sniper and of course the chair Cough, uh, softer podcast page um if you didn't do that already because this guy is really trying to tribute uh contribute say like that to the community i'm really appreciating him for that so dude thank you for having me here and keep up the good work it's really good for this community to have a guy like you well thank thanks very much for the kind words there buddy really really appreciate that and again thanks for coming on um so people know where to find you know where to find me guys hit that subscribe button and start sharing the shit out of the facebook posts and instagram posts as well so we can get this name out there and uh yeah try and develop the uh sniping community uh Thanks again for coming on, Snake. Uh, next week we'll be, we will be joined by Sniper Mechanics for part two of the <laughs> Sniper series, <laughs> Sniper special that I'm doing, two-week special. So uh, thanks for ch- listening, guys, and um, I'll catch you next week. See you later. Cheers, bye.